Hello and welcome to the Run Robin Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ward. Joining me this week, I've got Bradley Y. Hello. Luke Two. Gordon Targ. Rob Fursland. Bongiorno. And Maddie Cunningham. Shit, my mind's blanked on like a foreign <laughs> Wait, is that my name? <laughs> Ni Hao. Ni Hao, there we I've go. I've never seen Maddie confused at being just outright greeted Ooh, by somebody. <laughs> confused in foreign. <laughs> so, uh, as many of you may have heard, unless you're living under a rock, Game of Thrones has just started its eighth and final season of the main show. Just as uh, a stretch, mate. It's been two weeks. <laughs> it's been two weeks. <laughs> But this is the first time we've managed to bring it up. So it's just started, Luke. <laughs> you obviously didn't listen ben. to the podcast last week. I was going to say. I, have, I, I say I haven't got listened to last week. I've been told to listen have to the Have you ever listened to one of our podcasts? Yes, actually, I've listened to three. Three? Wow. <laughs> How many have you hosted, if you say three? <laughs> actually, I've never listened to one I've hosted. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, carry on. That's good. So in spirit of that, I thought we'd do... A few little um, sort of interesting tidbits around Game of Thrones. Now, as I know, Rob doesn't watch it. On oh, Bradley, you're interspersed watching. Like you, I was going to say, Bradley's seen some episodes. <laughs> Bradley's <with> seen <laughs> some stuff. I mean, I'm glad you're catering to the people of the matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. But because of that, I've decidedly tried to avoid as much about lore or anything sort of that in that kind of area of the show because. That would just, you guys have just no idea. So. Well, the law, I know absolutely to give us a recap and see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, Ben, I think it could extend to law, story, characters, motivation. Rob and I couldn't pitch into any oh, of I those. Could, I could tell you a lot about it up to maybe the third or fourth season in that I've read the books. So oh, thank God it's eight seasons. Yeah, like law, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine on, except for when they start making up their own shit and then I'm kind of lost. <laughs> so what I've decided to do is mostly focus on sort of stuff around the production of the show and the writing of the books. Uh, so we'll start off with a little interesting tidbit. So I'm going to open this up to you guys, and I want you guys to give me your best guess. Mm. So when George R. R. Martin was younger, he was already an avid writer. He used to write stories about a particular animal. <laughs> yes, it was Harry Potter. He wrote it. Uh, no, he um, used to write stories about his pet, one of his pet, like, sorry, a collection of pet animals. He used to write stories with them involving treachery, betrayal in the kingdom. So Animal they, Farm. Yeah. Animal say, Farm. He wrote have... George Orwell's Animal Farm. George, George Martin, exactly. George Orwell. Same person, really. Uh, it's nearly his entire time. <laughs> it's just the, the world's biggest con. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, what pet was it that he actually wrote about? A tortoise. Yeah, I thought it was a tortoise. Is it a tortoise? Yes, yes, you guys Ooh, are correct. Oh, we know it. <laughs> I just fucking guess. You just guess. <laughs> Get a load of you fucking doing. Oh, it's the tortoise. I know this fact, I need. <laughs> yeah, so something... by, by you lot, you mean Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I was addressing you. All of you, Maddie. All of you. All of you. <laughs> So some people do believe that that may have had some later influence uh, on his work with Game of Thrones. Which I'm... character is more like most like the turtle, <laughs> the tortoise? Sorry, is it Littlefinger? Little Finn, the tortoise. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's Bran because he can't move very fast. Was uh, it just uh, one tortoise? Uh, no, he had a few. Uh, is that Tortai? Tortellini. I don't know what is the uh, what, what is the, what is the, the collection of turtles called? <laughs> Tortoises, I guess. I'm going to go with Tortai, even though I'm pretty confident that's wrong, but it sounds good. Tortellini. Tortellini. Yeah, so uh, moving on from that. (laughs) Moving on from Tortellini. Moving on from Tortellini. I was expecting you guys to uh, get a few more guesses on that. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, they were right first time. What do I do? Give us another one. So, George R. R. Martin has a bit of an antiquated style of writing. Does anyone know what he writes on? Paper. Paper. A typewriter. No. Inkwell. 
papyrus. The blood of his enemies. Does he tattoo a back of big Chinese men? That's why it's taken. That's why it's That's very antiquity. That's why it's taken so long for the next book, right? Uh, no napkins. It's it's antiquated, but it's still past the, It's past the typewriter. Does he go back in time? Is it like carve them into Mac stones and wait until they're dug back you're up on the, in the modern You're on the right day. sort of line there with that, Rob. Well, like a the weird, right sort of an old as fuck. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Is it like one of those ones that's like when it prints out on like the dotted paper, like with hot punch and holes? That's a typewriter. Still that's still a computer. No, 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 it, so it is like an oldest, oldest fuck PC that he uses. He actually uses a very old word processing program. Uh, it's called Notepad. WordStar 4.0. <laughs> WordStar. As far as I'm aware, it's, some, it's from sometime in the 80s or 90s. It's a plain text formatting, so it doesn't have um, all the tools that you would get with, say, Microsoft Office or anything like that. But that's what he solely Man, writes I feel his so books. Bad I didn't know he was such like an aesthetic bitch. Yeah, this podcast was brought to you by WordStar 4.0, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why he takes so long to write. I watched an interview with him. He, him and Stephen King were interviewing each other. And at the end of the interview, they both asked, they were, they were, they were taking questions. And then at the end, they were like, what, what have you always wanted to ask the other one? Uh-huh. And... George R. R. Martin's question to King was, how do you write so many books? And he was actively saying, it takes me like six years and you can do like one in a few weeks. You just come back with, I'm a better writer. No, he's a nice guy. He just sort of said, you just got to dedicate like six, three to six pages a day. I think Stephen King's the one that does it like nine to five, he, isn't it? Yeah, he, he, he goes like, like, I a... will finish. And like George R. R. Martin was like, but I want it to be like a good six pages. And he said, oh, it doesn't need to be good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, he meant that in an honest way. Like he said, yeah. he doesn't feel the... like he can write unless it's something worth putting down. And he goes, just write six pages. You can always come back and yeah, change it if it's it. not good. But when does the discussion become an interview? That's what I want to know. How do you interview someone else before it's just a discussion? It's like, Actually, no, you said four questions during this. So technically you're interviewing them. <laughs> I mean, there must be, like, a, a limit to that. Like, as you say, four questions, then it's an interview. But, <laughs> Sergio, but I, I did find that interesting to see that despite that, like, I wonder how many times he's lost work due to oh, this old God. program. Because it's not going to have quite back up. <laughs> yeah, because like, publishers have, like, deadlines, don't they? I assume... I, 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 I don't think not he him. has deadlines. No. The, the <laughs> thing is, I think he's made so much money at this point that it doesn't matter when he releases a book. It's I mean, just... George R. Martin has loads of deadlines if you actually read the book. <laughs> I pity the guy who's responsible for keeping him on track and like actually doing his job. They've probably just given up, <laughs> to be honest. No, the best paid job ever. Yeah. You, you do one thing a year. Any yeah, update, How's George? it going? No. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I wrote six good pages. I, know, I just imagine like herding cattle, just like essentially like no, no, George, no, 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 away from there, come on, back like to your writing stick. Been on, the couch, on the sofa, not allowed. I'm like, God, George, damn, no. damn. God damn it, George, stop zorbing and get back to fucking work. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I I wonder whether his um, money that he obviously makes from the show has influenced his slowdown in the writing because he it's been slow before but I don't th- I think the current gap between books is actually the longest I think it is the longest gap now. Um, so he can now philander that's what you're saying but that's what I'm saying I wonder how much of I wonder how much of it is the fact that he's philandering like how much you know, to what degree has he actually finished the book to what degree is he philandering he's just, he's just going to coffee shops just like sneering at people who are typing I, I'll, I'll give him a 7 out of 10 on the philanderer scale what if HBO's paid him to not finish it What if they've said, like, well, think about it. How awesome would it be for HBO to be the thing that finishes this long Here's a better idea. Why don't they pay him to finish the script for her own show? 
Well, they, they have. They were, he was consulting on it, wasn't he, the whole yeah. way through? Yeah, well, the, the thing is, uh, from what I gather, the because there was obviously the concern that, you know, this show's going on for a while, and George R. R. Martin could pass on before that. Um, they did actually, the producers and George R. R. Martin at some point have had a sit-down and walked through what his what his vision at that time was. And they filmed all the cameos beforehand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, allegedly that was how he gave them the green light, was he got them in a room and said to the writers, who's John's father? Or no, mother. Who's yeah. John's mother? And they were able to answer it correctly. But I think you said most people kind of knew it by that point. Yeah, like, I think it was pretty much, have you read the books? Yeah. Have enough people you on your team actually read the books properly? But yeah, that was the question that allegedly got the green light yeah, from Martin so. to trust those two. Yeah, well, I could just give him a live QA. Just like, do you know me? Do you know my story? I guess you want to know. I mean, like, Rowling has complete control of her books. And yeah. I guess that's the she worry shouldn't, with a lot but she of, does. But that's the worry with a lot of writers is you kind of... You, you you fear giving it to someone else because of what they're going to end up doing with your your work. I mean, in this case, everyone fears her for what she's currently doing to her own work. But... <laughs> I wonder whether they'll actually she'll write release something good again. Nah, why bother? You can just say that wizards Let's shat themselves. Stop giving and her in time. I already made a Harry Potter joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think the um, cursed uh, cursed child. Cursed yeah, I Charles? think that was meant to be good. Apparently, that's good. She I, wrote that. So is that that's the one that was the play, right? That's I the don't play. I don't think she wrote it. She wrote. Uh, she did. I she's think. credited on it. In that case, she walked in, did a twenty questions. Do you know my <laughs> book? And she wrote the. F- I know she wrote the second one, which is the bad one. But she also wrote the first Fantastic Beasts as well. So I still haven't seen the second one. And the first one's good. I've not seen the second one either. Mm. It's interesting though. You mentioned about uh, George R. R. Martin and Stephen King talking. I don't know if it was the same interview, but I know at some point Stephen King has said he was jealous of the amount of involvement George R. R. Martin puts into his own work. In for the show. Oh, for the show. Yeah, because King's had a history of never being having much of a well, say on his films. Well, yeah, well, K- King licenses. Uh, so King has a thing where he licenses some of his short stories. Uh, I think it's like a camera. Dollar Walter Baby Pro- Club. Dollar you Baby showed Club. Me that, this. Yeah, Dollar Baby Club. So yeah. essentially, any student filmmaker can buy the rights to use a Stephen, Stephen King story. That's pretty cool. Um, it, no, it's, no, no, it's not like it's The not Shining. Like, it's, it's like it's, his it's, B, it's, C, D. You don't look at and go, "Oh, I remember this classic." Like. What's that? <laughs> yeah, but still an interesting idea, like to kind of put a larger name to the work of smaller filmmakers. Um, but as I say, Stephen King is a fairly, from what I gather, off-handed approach. Can you imagine if some like poor film students thought, "Oh yeah, we'll do this," and he wants to get really involved? Did he? <laughs> like, no, this isn't my vision. It's just, it's just there, like Pet Cemetery. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I've not Before looked. He was into... a little bit more involved in Pet Cemetery. Apparently, Pet Cemetery isn't great. So no, no is it not seen... meant to be good? Maybe no. Dark Tower was also. I don't know how much involvement he had on these ones. He wrote, he wrote the Mist, didn't he? Yeah. The Mist. Yeah, because that's the what ending it... of the Mist is probably one of like the most horrific scenes Do you know, ever. Funny enough, I was actually talking. I think it was you, Bradley. Me and you were talking. Was it me and you talking about the Mist uh, recently? And actually, the ending in the film yeah. is not the ending of the book. No, it's not. Okay, because it's probably better in the film isn't it uh no in the film in the in, no in the film it's a darker ending in, yeah. the, in the book it's actually quite light that's why i say it better because <laughs> i enjoy that yeah but it's interesting you see like because a lot of his works end up as short stories being sort of moved in and around so for example uh, the mist is actually only about 100 pages long and that's been adapted twice 
once <laughs> into a film, which was good, and then into a TV show. Hey, God, I first, can't believe you watched all I don't of the first few show. episodes. Promised something they, good. That, that's exactly. But that's exactly it. Is the first few episodes of that show were like, oh my god, like all yeah. This I remember mystery. watching the first episode, and you was like, I'm going to continue on this, and I was Ben. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the first couple of episodes could have. Been, it, it were felt, good, and then it just slowly was like, "What the fuck are they yeah, doing?" Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just kind of lost sense. Like, I very mean, quickly. Like, you can see it's like, okay, this is why it's going to happen. This, this is going to happen, and this is why I'm turning this off. But no, definitely, it's like it, it, that show was. Oh God, like it's it, your I, fault I, for watching I, all of it, Ben. I know, <laughs> I know, it's my fault. You're just waiting for one moment to redeem it, and it I, never came. I mean, personally, I'm just waiting for the next readaption of the Mist now because they're definitely in, give it like five years, they'll make another. I'm sure. Um, out of curiosity, though, do any of you guys know how long it has been since George R. R. Martin released his last book? Like, I feel like she should be allowed to answer this question. No, I, I don't know. know. Do you not know? It's in the two thousands. I I won't say. I'll give you guys I'll, I'll your best it, guess. Give it best guess. Was, can we ask? Is it during the current run of TV show? Uh, also, not going to say. Has oh. it been ten years? Um, two thousand two. Two thousand two, Bradley. I know that's wrong because otherwise you would have been like, yeah, that's right. No, I'm going to get uh, your answers first. Fine. I'm going to say that. Actually, no. Would there have been one in like... No, but I reckon one ha- one came out and then I went to uni probably, I'd say. Maybe. Would it... Uh, 09, I'm going to say. I was about to say I was going to go for 09 10 years ago. I'm yeah, so two. Fuck, I'm sticking on two. I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'll stick with 09, but I feel like it's going to be 08, 09 or 010 or I'll, something. I'll go with 2006. Okay. So 09, 02... 06. Yeah, I don't know. You two are the closest. 2011. Really? July, oh, okay. July so it was just, it was just yeah. before we went to university. That's just the last time I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> July 2011 was the last book we saw. I want to say, it would have been, be- I was gonna, it surely would have been just before the TV show started, was, right? The TV show was airing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was maybe on its second season or first or second. We were at uni when it, was, it started, it didn't we? Oh, yeah. No, no, it the first episode I ever watched was in your house, Ben. It started the year before we went to university. Yeah, because I was oh. reading the first book while the first season was coming out, and that was like the summer before I went to uni. It had been like test season. I was on like season two. I just watched one episode of you. I was like, oh, this is cool. Catch up. <laughs> you know, you hear about those people, though, that go, oh, you know, like for the internet and the phone. And those dumbasses back in the day that go, oh, it's never going to catch on uh-huh. when they talk about the internet. That was me for Game of Thrones. <laughs> Everyone's going, this is great. I'm like, ah, they're never going to finish it. And now I feel like a fool. Yep. <laughs> Do you guys get the fucking adverts of a stupid Game of Thrones game? Everywhere. No. Oh, yeah. Are, are is it like, like, oh, like, who will win? Game of Thrones yeah. Conquest. Yeah. That like, that's the mobile shit. game. Like, all the time. Just my mobile games like Facebook, every Reddit, time I fucking open everywhere. My, every time I open my app When store. you guys have yeah. it, are, do you, are your, do your um, people men? Because all of the ones that pop up are mine are women. I don't know whether it's because <laughs> I'm a chick. So <laughs> mine's go, ah, mine's a mix of Daenerys and Jon Snow. Uh, mine like always like four women. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so annoying. Like, literally, if, if you are listening, and you probably are listening, stop giving me these fucking adverts. I don't care. I'm not going to download it. Piss off. But you might. If they just keep going long enough, Luke, eventually. You might accidentally click the link. Lauren said to me, she was like, if I just download this app, will it go away? And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> oh, don't I don't do know. She, I think she might <laughs> no, have done it, but it no, hadn't. Because the majority of adverts I get are when I've bought something. Yeah. yeah. And then right. I get advertised like, even yeah. more. I'm like, I just bought you. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I will click on a link for an advert just so I can waste for ad spend. Uh, I'm just like, I hate you so much. I'm going to click it and then click straight back off it. Because then it gives like a cost per click. So I just cost them 2p just for <laughs> me to go, fuck you, <laughs> and go back on it. One of the things I would say, though, is potentially, I assume the ad you're mostly seeing is on YouTube. No, no, mine's it's on, on Reddit. Reddit. 
Well, okay, fair enough. Because if it was on YouTube, maybe if you're doing it through an Android device, because you buy it on their Google Play Store, so maybe that would register back. Yeah, it's a computer. Hmm. I say I don't see it. Ben, I'm just going to have to bleep Ben through the whole podcast now. Look at this. I've got beep. Hey. I Whoa, 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 Ben, Just cut that last minute out. We can't use this. We I'm can't just going to cut all of Ben out. It'll just be us talking at him. <laughs> whoa, Ben, this no, podcast put it away. <laughs> I'm also going to bleep that because I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> tell you what, I'll just do a long beat for everything. I'll do it as well. <laughs> there we go, yeah. <laughs> so... While it's been filming over a long period of time, Game of Thrones has had kind of three main filming locations. Can anyone name all three? Ireland. Ireland, Ireland, Cyprus. And Ireland. South Island. Uh, New Zealand. The other island. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in New Zealand. The island off the coast New, no, of Ireland. New Zealand, Ireland, and Cyprus, I'm going to say. Georgia. Oh, oh, Dubrovnik. No. Which is where? King's Landing. Uh, is, is it Morocco? Oh, uh, Croatia. Croatia. Oh, Croatia. I, yeah. Is it Morocco for one Somewhere. of them? I went there in 2010. They may use it sometimes. I'm talking about the main ones, so the, the ones that are used ones. most the frequently. There are three that I would I would consider the most frequent. I'm, I'm going to make locations. a guess at Georgia because apparently everything films in Georgia. Georgia? Everything's really Yeah, have you not noticed recently in the Avengers and the Marvel films, at the end of every single one of them, it will always, nearly always, have a filmed in Georgia. Atlanta. It's Atlanta. They're all filmed in are you sure? Yeah. I'm they're sure all, I can sing Georgia. Atlanta. Because they talk Ad, about going to Atlanta to film Ad, the next bit. And all Adlant, of like... Atlanta, you know, like, Georgia. You know, you know South America in Civil mm. War? That's Atlanta. Yeah. It's just off the side of a motorway. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, do you want specific <laughs> locations? Like, no, I just, a, I just want the GPS locations? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the one, coordinates. Two, one, two, one. Four, four, two. You are right. So, uh, jo- uh, so essentially, the Atlanta, Georgia does give tax breaks. Uh, funnily enough, uh, ri- was it Rising Storm that we play? Um, also pops up with the same Georgia location. Go. So AFK because they have a tax t- tripwire is based there, Wait, is, so they what, get tax. Is Atlanta break. not? Atlanta's in Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. It's uh, Atlanta's a city. Georgia's the uh, state. Okay. Yeah, Georgia, right. There is also Georgia, the country. Yeah, I was thinking of that. I was like, why would they film in Georgia, the, the country? The biggest <laughs> state right now is you, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, yeah, so, so, Do you remember so, a few years ago when, uh, sorry, one second, when um, Russia was like like invading Georgia oh, and everyone, like, you know. everyone living in the US freaked the fuck out because they thought they deployed to the state? <laughs> yeah, they didn't realize it was also a country. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> That's America for you. You imagine people just walk outside with like our guns just like, that's it. <laughs> Where are they? Some guy with a shaved head, but like, you! <laughs> I, think it'd be, I, I think it'd be even better if someone had been watching Red Dawn. As this news was announced, fucking hell! Like that would have just been. Who's perfect. watching the news and Red Dawn? Well, no, it's, no, it's like you're watching Red Dawn, then you're like newsflash on your phone. Uh, jo- Russia invades Georgia. Like, oh, I tuned God. out for like a second, and I'm really confused as to what's going on. I don't on. know which one Red Dawn is. Like you know, you tune out for a second, and suddenly everyone's talking about Russia. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? We were talking about Georgia, we and then I just filming locations, us. and suddenly we're on Russia. So. <laughs> I know I filmed for Russia recently. Is this is this is what's happening Wait, now? Did what? I filmed for a Russian documentary. We are not Hang associated with Russia. <laughs> I was filming for my mate Vlad. No collusion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't keep going. No. Don't keep going. Just stop. So the main filming locations. Now I've, uh, I do believe they have filmed Morocco at a point. Um, 
Croatia, oh. Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. and Iceland. Oh, I was going to go Greenland. I couldn't remember which one it was. I mean, how do we fit all the camera crew in between, like, the Frozens and the... <laughs> Croatia's Croatia's got a great deal though because if you look at the show now, when they first started, it was a hundred percent Dubrovnik, and now it'll be like five percent Dubrovnik and mostly CGI in King's Landing. Yeah. So they're just going there for the holiday now. Yep. Oh, yeah, they don't absolutely. need to be there. No, absolutely. We do have like one shot of just like people looking kind of shocked on the, on the well, beaches. Like, and that's it. That's all they need. I watched episode one of this season. It literally is CGI, CGI, CGI. Yeah. Just a slight bit in the background that was clearly the original city. I'm like, you guys aren't even trying anymore. Like, what's yeah, the point? Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's the, the, one of the nice things about I. You know, like a lot of the castles they use are the castles that we have in Northern Ireland. They're just some CGI thrown around it to make them look massive yeah um like the nearest castle to my house which is in gosford um is a is castle river run and so you can walk around oh, it yeah, actually we went, we went, yeah. like, it must have wonders for tourism over there interesting story with that i so the the castle is actually apartments you can buy and live an apartment in your in the castle Cool. Which is awesome. Take them a descent of a Titanic. We're like, thank fuck for that. We've got someone else. <laughs> but they also, but they also use uh, some of the rooms for filming. And uh, apparently he was talking to someone. Uh, my, my parents were talking to someone who does uh, sort of property management around there. And he walked in uh, during one of the scenes. And it was one of the brothel scenes with like lots of naked <laughs> women. He just walked in. It's like, wrong room. I, just <laughs> I can market this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Starts the tour, <laughs> but um, I, and that's what it, like nicely. I actually know somebody who was in one of the battles. Uh, well, the aftermath of one of the battles. Who was <laughs> a, two very separate things. But I, I know someone who was in a. Oh, that's a, cool. Uh, that's I, I know someone. That's who, less I, know, cool. I know someone who was in a battle, but I also know someone who was one of the dead bodies. This is great thing that um, corpse too. This is great thing that Ireland has right now, where they're training homeless people to be tour guides around the area to like get them off the streets and stuff. So if how many, but they can choose their topics. So how many do you think have just done Game of Thrones? She goes, well, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, uh, this is where the Red Wedding happened. So that's like a Debbie Smith. <laughs> you know that re- recurring joke in um, uh, Hot Fuzz that's played as like, this guy's an idiot. And yeah. they go, oh, this guy's a really famous actor. He once played a cadaver. That's yeah. basically your friend. Well, no yeah, offense yeah. to your friend. No, he's just an extra. Like I say, <laughs> but the thing, the funny thing is he actually skipped out halfway through the day. And got paid for the full day. <laughs> because Don't tell them that. Oh, uh, sorry. I would, you'll never Please, find out no. who it is. Uh, <laughs> the one person who's listening right now is like, I Wait fucking knew minute. it. I fucking knew it was more one person there. They were going crazy thinking a weird disappearing person wasn't there. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was supposed to be 987. Uh, from, <laughs> I counted 986. <laughs> for a guy that basically, it was a long day where they had to see, be dressed in full armor and he would have to just be laying on the ground dead. Oh, what a hard fucking life. Hey, come on. Like, full plate armor in the heat. You're right, I mean, yeah. Let's say, yeah, in, in sunny Ireland, well known for its tropical climes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. But apparently he just decided to fuck off midway and basically walk back to the props, to, the costume department Department was like, oh, I'm dumb. Can you take this all off? And they just, yep, yeah, sure, right. He left. I mean, all scarred because nice. he was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's essentially one of the nice things. Well, it's also one of those things where like everyone trip. You can barely trip Wait, over anyone who's not being an extra. So you're saying one of the nice things about Game of Thrones filming in Ireland is that your mate got to do a half day. Well, no, it's that uh, so many people in Northern <laughs> Ireland nice got thing. involved <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Because so, imagine if the whole cast just did half days. Just scenes of like no one there. Your part of the country is so underpopulated, everyone could fit in Game of Thrones. 100%. (laughs) 
What's going to happen to Northern Ireland when they leave? Uh, it was fine. We got Krypton. I think. Oh yeah, I think Krypton. we still have Krypton. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like hold hostage. <laughs> <laughs> we got Krypton in my castle. It, it was a weird one because it was like, mate, I hate George's eyeing up Krypton. So you bad guys better be careful. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Whenever like, it was announced that, oh, it's fine. Krypton is coming to Northern Ireland to film, and I'm like, hmm. where are they filming? Like. It's surely just in some of the studios because, yeah. like, what are they going to do? Oh, yes, this scenic countryside of Krypton that looks very much like rural Ireland. No, they're going to have an episode where they come to Earth. <laughs> 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 but it's, they'll film it in Belfast and say it's Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Earth 1800s. I didn't realize until <laughs> speaking to someone about this the other day. That show's on its second season. Yeah, you're talking to me about that. Yeah, I, I told you this yesterday. I didn't even know. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you've forgotten my conversation with you yesterday. Who no, are you? Bradley, it was a memory. <laughs> was it yesterday we were talking yes, about it? Yes, it was yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's all off today. Today? Uh, really? Most days. Uh, so George Armour has a habit of taking historical events in his books and kind of basing those around uh, what he ends up doing. So, for example, The Red Wedding is based off Brexit. a... Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's based off a historical event. Uh, does anyone know what the actual historical event was called? Um, give us, give us like a, is it like a Roman thing or a Greek thing? There's, medi- a lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of history, especially medieval in the UK. Scotland. Medieval Scotland. Okay. Scotland, for fuck's it's, sake. It's of a similar vein. It has, you know, the colour event. Oh, great. We just got to go ah, through all the colours of the rainbow. The, the bloody party. Okay, the so bloody Rob's party. With the blo- uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was just the neighbour complaining. Ah, that bloody party. I'll the blue funeral. <laughs> the black funeral. Maddie's close. Am I? You got I one. said the blue funeral. <laughs> you got one. You, is it one black? Of, is it black. the purple funeral? No. no. The, the, black, the gonna, black something. Black the black something. You got okay, the black. Okay, the, the black, black country. The black country. No, the black parade. Sabbath. The Black Sabbath. <laughs> I thought I had it. You like looked at me like, oh my God. Do you honestly think that's where the band came from? Maybe. <laughs> the Black Feast. You're on the you're on the mark. The Black Banquet. The Less Black fancy name. The Black Brunch. The Black Dinner. All I can think yes. of is band name. Yes, the yes. Black Dinner. Yay. It's called the Black Dinner. It was an event yeah. where a Scottish lord. I think he was a relative. I don't know the full history, but I think he was a relatively young lord. Invited all of his clan's rivals. <laughs> Um, I just had this idea of this guy planning a party and he accidentally invites a bunch of assassins. He's like, well, this has gone <laughs> well, terribly but- wrong, hasn't it? Uh, although it's, I think this, he was like maybe 10 years old or something like that. Like he wasn't, so, he wasn't. He's, he's he'd very only, wrong. He'd only just died. He'd only just. <laughs> died. Died. My God. <laughs> His father had only just died and become the Lord, but he'd been killed, I think, by another. So he invited all of the other Is Lords as like a peace banquet and killed them all. It's the called- kid killed them all. It, well, not him personally, but oh, I assume his I re- he arrowed them like in Game <laughs> like, of Thrones. Like Argus yeah, Filch yeah. didn't kill everyone; he got the arrow guys to yeah, do it. Yeah, Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume that those guys were the band Snow Patrol. Maybe, maybe they were all Snow Patrol. As far as I'm aware, that actually was the band, band Snow members, Patrol. Band members keep prop- cropping up in there Game was, of Thrones. Well, I was going to say Ed Sheeran turned up. Literally, no one was pleased. Do you know who played the White Walkers? No, Coldplay. he just sang a song. Yeah, it's uh, all the more reason Ross, to not include it. Uh, the um, bold guy who decapitates Ned Stark in season one was a like hard rock guy. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, that's Wilco, John yes. Wilco, hmm? I think Wilco. And then of course you got Robson Jerome. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> um, like, uh... No, don't try and explain. I'm not going to get it. Uh, I just don't know music. What, what, what's the fucking, yeah, what's that fucking, um, there's something under Who, our, Wigfield? Also, what? don't ask Ben to sing a rendition of it. I'm never going to get it. No, Ro- Ro- is it, no, it's Robson and Jerome, isn't it? Yeah, Robson and Jerome. You've heard of Robson and Jerome, have you? They're, they're a band from like... I've heard of a guy called Rob before, yeah. Uh, well, that's... that's um, <laughs> so, <laughs> The guy uh, playing Braun is from like this really cheesy duet. Like oh, okay. in, the, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, I, I, we've been through this before. One of those, yeah, Saturday we, Night at the Movies guys. Saturday Night at the Movies. T- I have no idea what you're talking about. When you said Saturday Night, I all I think of Saturday Night and the air is getting hot. And I thought, I'm pretty sure Wigfield was not in Game of Thrones. That would also be great. I was just thinking about Elton John. What in the background? It's all right for fighting. Do you think that's going to play when the uh, big battle happens? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> if it could just play in every battle, end climactic battle. I'd love if they just get amazing. like some fucking like final countdown shit going on their final scene. Some Led Zeppelin just playing. To be fair, I mean it's going to be like a uh, one of those scenes where it's just like somber music. We already had the somber music, so we're going to have to have some epic fucking. Yeah, we had the somber soon, music in the in the happy episode. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It is kind of a bittersweet episode because as much as it is a nice moment that that follows up. Oh, spoilers that, for Game of Thrones episode two, I guess. I'm not going to say. I'm not going <laughs> to say what episode it is. Episode two. I'll just put in some timestamps. Just go to later on. Not going to say what it is. <laughs> Do but it for I, I kind of feel that the song the song suited what what the characters were feeling. And yes. also, hey, if they if they actually got uh, is a pod to sing. Yeah. I saw I saw a meme where it was like he protect he grow strong I saw but this. most of all he sing song. <laughs> <laughs> but I say like yeah nice voice I, if they've had him sing before in this series haven't they? I can't remember. I know they've had Robson and Jero- uh, Rob is it Robson or Jerome? I think it's Jerome. Jerome. They've what had Jerome his sing in like the movies. So I to, wish. Just some random oh whore in <laughs> Saturday night at the brothel. <laughs> uh, no, um, Robson Jerome. He sang in the just before the Battle of Blackwater. Uh, they had him sing earlier on the, in the series, but yeah, I always like that they do that occasionally. Having yeah, their, like, like season, having their nice like nice little. So didn't they do? What was the weird one they did where it was the company singing about bears? There was a swear. Oh, the maiden a, and the bear. That was it. The maiden was, and the bear. The and the bear. That was a very strange song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, this entire segment was worth it just to watch Bradley just not give any Tell you a little story about, about the maiden the and the bear and then I didn't. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so continuing on with historical stuff that he's based on, this kind of uh, I'm imagining this one might come a little easier. Uh, Maybe a sex tape. Hey, we, we, got, we got it. We got there in the end. It was a team effort, but. So the wall is based off which famous historical landmark? Uh, Great Wall of China. Great Wall of something. (laughs) Hadrian's Wall. Berlin's Wall. The Berlin Wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, because that's what he was thinking. When it comes down, can uh, the Hoff be playing the guitar on it? The Hoff? Yeah. When it, it's when already it's come bro- down. Uh, spoil- no, no, I know. <laughs> Spoilers for the Cold War. But when they broke... <laughs> Dude, I was just getting to that. When they brought down the Berlin Wall, they brought Hoff. Because he's like a really famous in Germany, he's really popular. So they had him playing on. Didn't the... someone from our class deface the Berlin Wall? Uh, oh, our media arts class. It was likely one of us wrote on oh, the right. Berlin it wasn't Wall. You. Oh, no, I didn't man. write the Berlin Wall. I feel like if it was anyone, it would be Tom. Probably. Yeah. If you're out there, police of Berlin. 
Get him. Find Tom. Find- <laughs> uh, there's just one guy We're on knocking. cold cases in fucking Berlin Police Department. We've had a last name for years, ah. but we got the first name finally. <laughs> Thomas, we have him. Well, because he wrote his name and address on it. So. Oh, no. I mean, it's a good thing the Berlin Police are such big fans of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, actually, interesting enough, I found out recently that... Uh, what was the name of the Olympic runner? Uh, it won the 2008... Kurt uh, Angle. <laughs> Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt. I think it was Usain Bolt got given a piece of the Berlin Wall as a like gift for winning gold in the 2008 Olympics, and he donated it to a museum. He, just, in... he was like, I don't want this, it's fine. <laughs> and he, I think he, do... he donated it to a museum's window. Halfway down the street. <laughs> and he do, yeah, he donated it to a museum in the Caribbean, I believe. There's a piece in the Hard Rock Cafe. Like, I say a piece, an entire chunk of in the, the Hard, Hard Rock, Rock Cafe, Cafe in, in uh, Florida. Why? Just, I don't why, know. Why is, it's so, just there for I some mean, reason. Don't they just have full hard rock cafes in Florida? No, it's just a piece of it. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's not like a small chunk. It's like one of the larger sections of right. the Berlin. They've so got a breakfast bar in the wall. <laughs> I mean, I'd say it was at least in the initial designs, but I reckon they ran out of money for that. Now they built a window in it and they called it the Berlin stall. <laughs> <laughs> I was just flashback to that Simpsons episode where it was what is like the UN and the Soviet ambassador sl- slips up and says like the um, USSR, wait a minute, I thought you guys dissolved. Then just the Berlin Wall just pops back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, last thing I really have about this tonight is I want you guys to take an estimated guess of how much roughly Game of Thrones makes annually. Mates. It depends. Are we counting their fucking marketing spend? Because we know it all goes to we're, me. No, we're not. We're not talking about marketing and what they spend. I'm talking about how much they bring in. A cool one bill a day. Uh, yeah, one single bill. <laughs> no, it can't be a billion because they spend. Is this I mean, I mean, I disregard spend? No, no. But what I'm thinking is they spend fifty million dollars an episode. Mm-hmm. So if you like, if you if it brought in a billion dollars, you'd like. You'd spend $150 million next Whenever their name is <laughs> yeah. said on a different show in Mate, reference, do they get money for it? That, that's just how you make the most money. Royalty. Make it shit because you know people are going to watch it anyway and then... You make a good point. That's the sound of money being made. So is this per season? <laughs> this is per year. Per, as, a, okay. as, as an entire... Oh, sorry, Mike. Yeah, I actually didn't make any sounds somehow. Yeah, yeah. Like right. you. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's Your learning. clothes are louder um, than you. <laughs> I'm going to say 4.2 billion because it's a round number. Cool. What do you think, Bradley? Well, how much do you reckon estimate that the whole Game of Thrones brings in? I'm going to say definitely less than 4.2 billion. Well, fuck you. Because you need to do a much. number, not just a lower than Luke. Uh, so I'm going to go with 4.1 billion. <laughs> yeah, 4.2 is too much. <laughs> I'm gonna like. I'm gonna say say <laughs> something eventually. Guys, fill in quickly. Seven hundred million. Okay. This is a whole year, guys. Think of how many like lunch boxes they fucking sell. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Bit? It's like, oh, I've got my Khaleesi lunchbox. Think that's what gets me. There's loads of fucking like stuff that maybe like school children will use, yeah. but it's like you shouldn't be watching Game of Thrones. Do you wonder if they do lunchboxes shaped like dragon eggs? Yes. My, they my, nearly certainly do. My I'd like if they had a thermos shaped like a dragon egg. My question That'd is... such a pain in the ass. Is it more popular? <laughs> do you guys think it's more popular than Star Wars at the moment? Yes. Because I know yeah. how much yeah. Star Wars brings in a year for Disney. How? Uh, By Googling it. Oh, right now? 
No, I just... I, uh, Do you rate Google? Actually, I, I, I think <laughs> Star Wars probably brings in more money. That's the thing. I'm kind of thinking, is it more or less than Star Wars? Because I have an idea on how much Star Wars brings how in. How much does Star Wars bring in? I'm not going to say, because it will help them. Well, we've, we've committed <laughs> on our answers. I've made my answer. You've made he your answer. He just said one pound. No, he said one bill. I know, it was a joke. One billion. A cool one bill. <laughs> I just didn't know how much he said, so I was hoping <laughs> it would be one pound. But don't worry, I'll give Rob one pound later. Ooh. Nice. Just oh. one. That's all you need. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to go slap. with uh, 900,000. Okay. Because I don't think it trumps Star Wars, but you're about 000. to surprise me. Yeah. So according to The New Yorker, Game of Thrones makes around about close to 1 billion annually. Uh, okay. So Rob oh, okay. was almost on the money. I was going to say, I'm almost Star on Wars, the money. Star Wars, flipping Vs and everyone. <laughs> Star Wars makes Wait, money. Wait, hang on. I said 1 billion. How yeah. was I almost on the money? Because well, you it, weren't it, it 1 says, billion. <laughs> <laughs> because I would say that you were right about something and we can't just handle that. No, it's, it's, it's more so like that it said just below 1 billion, but yours. Oh, so okay, 900,000 okay. could have been closer. No, I'm joking. No, I, I, no wait, Wars, you are kind of right. Star Wars makes 1.5 a year for Disney. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way it can make more than Star Wars. Yeah, apparently this makes about 1 billion annually. But I'm assuming well, that's... that's, no, that's, that's my I'm my, my guess was this year... My guess was this year, because it's done now, and that just means the huge box set will be sold, and everyone will be buying it as a collection because well, it's done. We'll revisit money. This. We'll, re- we'll revisit that then, Luke. Whenever, uh, whenever I mean, it's all the sales have yeah. been totaled, and Game of Thrones is a distant memory. And this is a lot. This means a lot to me. Yeah, I, I promise you, this will come back up in a later episode, and I will either prove or disprove that your 4.2 billion claim for this year. Specifically, <laughs> January first. <laughs> New Year's podcast. Right, Luke. <laughs> I've, got my, I've got my tax book out. Here we go. But that, that did really, that surprised me when I was looking it up earlier. Because I was like, I was assuming maybe, I don't know, like half of that. Like, yeah. I, because I was also considering, I was like, yes, they do have, um, like, they're bound to be tons of merchandise that they do for this. Yeah. yeah, but think about it. We watch it. Our parents watch it. Everyone else you talk to in some way, shape or form has either heard about it or watches it. It's that big, which is kind of crazy because, like, I was talking to my parents about it, and then Maddie's parents get down. We were talking to them about it, and it was yeah. just like, there's not a lot of crossover that you get that level of, like, all encompassing discussion points with everyone you can, like, meet or talk to. Yeah, what was going to be next? Game of Thrones new season which i i really don't think there's the spin-off stuff's going to take off in the same way apparently the first spin-off is going to be set 100 years previous to the first season oh excellent so all of the characters we know and love are, are not to be included well won't be born yet exactly um, but i say i i really want to, if i wanted them to do any spin-off i'd like to see the baratheon rebellion although yes we kind of already know the end to that the thing is that's that's something they could do in one season yeah, that's my problem with prequels in general. I hate knowing what's going to happen. Because I always like the journey of how you get there. But I know. Yeah, I know we I get there. I just know we get there. So I just think things are more interesting when they're condensed down. And if you do, like, hearing about it is probably more interesting. I mean, look at... Look at the- that's exactly a perfect example of the Clone Wars. Clone Wars sounded awesome when we heard about it in passing. But then we got three films... I was no. over it in passing. Someone just walked past you and went, Clone Wars. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's that? What happens there? Ooh, what? That sounds interesting. Uh, I get what you mean. Like, sometimes it can be better to leave it to your own imagination as to what happened during that time. Yeah. <laughs> in Clone War dreams. 
But no, like, no, absolutely, because you fill in the blanks. The Clone Wars is literally like a like a two or three. Well, mentioned... People for thirty years had to imagine what that meant. The thing about the clones, are you see one, you see them all. That was terrible. <laughs> Thank you. I, I hope that's where the butt on Tish is put in this uh, this episode. Thank you. You noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that every yeah. podcast when I can. I'm gonna see how many puns I can squeeze just one. So every five it's only, minutes, it's only if it truly <laughs> it's truly worth it. Is it when you all go silent afterwards? Because that happens a lot after I do it. Yeah. With uh, the Game of Thrones uh, sort of like level of show, though, there's been a lot of copycats. So like, there's been a lot of networks. Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was because... <laughs> that token. No, um... Since... Say that, the Lord of the Rings TV show is starting up again. You can guarantee why they're doing a TV oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, what do you think of the ones that you've maybe heard of or seen so far? Which do you think of these sort of supposed challengers uh, of the historical fantasy drama has been the best? I mean, like, if you look at some of the examples, you got, like, Marco Polo on Netflix. <laughs> There's Kingdom oh, Count. That one. God, that was so that bad. Was, what? There's Kingdom Count. The mm. Feud of Japan Zombie. Um, I mean, I guess it's, it, it has the same elements, yeah, I guess. It's, it's got a family drama in it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that again. <laughs> that is I mean, true. <laughs> It's, it's got, got un- zombies. It's got undead. Yeah. I would say family drama relates it more to like a soap, though. No, 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 that's no, really no. What it Game of Thrones is soap opera with I'm just, I'm just putting together pieces of Game of Thrones and Kingdom and then just smushing yeah. them together. There's also sense. like The Last Kingdom, which uh, again was BBC America's answer um, to the Game of Thrones cell. I mean, The Last Kingdom has been the best one that I've seen. Uh, I actually good. can't think of any. I see Kingdom to me, does, I mean, I've only seen the trailers, but it just seems like what if zombies in a samurai? Hmm. Like it doesn't. It's, it's not. It's not like Game of Thrones where it's like and dragons and White Walkers and big wall and big all wall. Of this shit. Wait, wait, wait. When, when, when of you want to watch a certain porn video, you don't watch another one and be like, "Well, I want to." You know, I'll go over to the related channel just to see if anything's there. But it's never really as good as a video you really want to watch. <laughs> True talk would lead you. I would say I, I, with my like, I'd be between Last Kingdom or Kingdom for a sort of interesting successor. Like Kingdom because it has more unique stuff going on with it. Um, Last Kingdom, just because it's well-written. But is there anything you guys, or even the historical based series that you'd like to see that would be adapted? Uh, Spartacus. I, I don't think I could name a single... Two. Like, <laughs> Spartacus 2. Or even a historical <laughs> period that you think would be interesting to cover in a show like that? you also got like stuff like HBO's Rome, which I would say... That's a thing. I'm clearly really out of touch with television. I want to see Rome, 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 learning right Rome now. came out like 10 years ago, like 10, 15 years ago. Well, that's not an answer to Game of Thrones. Though, I want to see a Hamilton a TV show yeah. that's set in the same tone as um, the Les Miserables um, TV show they used to had. They had Les Miserables TV show? Yeah, they did. Um, I didn't watch it, but I know it exists. But I want a was Hamilton sort of version of that. Oh, it was, was by it Danny, Danny Boyle. Was it? Was How it? Yeah. I never of all this? people. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one with Olivia Coleman in it? Dan Boyle. What? Was that the one with Olivia Coleman in it? Or am I thinking of I another one? I cannot confirm. Or it might be. That. I just know it exists. Was it a musical? A BBC? No, no, no. no. It was. It was a full-on. It's just, just the. It's just the story. The yeah. based off the story by. Unless they um, snuck in Victor the music Hugo. and didn't show it in the trailer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have it. I've heard it's good. I was about to say. I'm sure BBC were doing one, and it had Olivia Coleman. That in was. It. Mm. Yeah, that was definitely the one that's most yeah, recently come watch. out. I see. Like Lord of the Rings, though, when that came out, they did the. And up to that point, people were kind of like, that's not the sort of thing that people are going to be interested in. And then the Lord of the Rings came out and it was just like, everyone just fucking loved it. And there were all these movies coming around at the time that tried to be Lord of the Rings. 
and they all failed. I remember the Golden Compass came, Compass came out, and that felt like they were trying to big it up to that level. If I want to go really bad, there's In the Name of the King. Yes. Which is directed by Uwe Boll, <laughs> starring Jason Statham as a peasant. I'm in. But what I mean is it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of happened. It was yes. its own thing. And then there was not really anything that continued yeah, the gap for Lord of the Rings because people liked the Lord of the Rings. And to me, I think Game of Thrones will be that. I think it's been this... Uh, it came at the right time. It's gone on for the right amount of time. time. And I think... But I think that even the, I think even the spin-offs will never... I, I could be wrong the same way I was about Game of Thrones to begin with. I just feel like there's always something that comes out and it's lightning in a bottle, perfect time, perfect cast, perfect writing staff, yeah. and it will never be like that again. The spin-offs could be good, but I want them to be like one season long. Yeah, I would like, yeah, a show yeah, that's almost like no novelette. Yeah, novelettes I'd, I'd like that. Yeah, it every... still hurts. <laughs> um, but there's also the Wheel of Time series, which is coming out. So I didn't realise they were doing a series yeah, on Wheel of Time. Yeah, apparently they're doing a Wheel of Time series. And oh, the fuck the Wheel of Time is. It's a very, it's a very, very, very long book time. series. Ah, it's it's like compass. 15 books or yeah, something. Yeah, the, the original author actually died. Yeah, continued by his son or nephew or something. I, I did hear that apparently the books did drop after he died. Apparently so. I read the first one and I just... It, it, wasn't it must be it. so shit being the son of a famous author. Because you have to be like, well, are you going to write a book? It's like... Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Fine. <laughs> no, I'm going to wait till you die and then write yours. I don't think it was his son. I think it was another fancy author who he was on very good terms with, which is in its own way kind of worse because you're getting somebody with a completely different writing yeah. style to finish your story. And Well, it's one of the things when Terry Pratchett died, uh, he, want, if he, he said that I think it was like he would only want his daughter to take it over. He didn't want to pass the Discworld series on to anyone else. Mm -hmm. And his daughter refused, saying that she doesn't think she can write the way he writes. And, like, although I've, I, she does have some similar vein of humor, like she wrote the Overlord games, which sort of have a, a similar but slightly darker twist on the sort of fantasy narrative. And she's writing the Guards series, isn't she? She's involved with it, but I don't know what to what degree she's involved, because now that's actually confirmed again. I can't wait for that. Like, I'm so hyped for that. I just I had, mean, like, you don't want to get pushed into it. If, you know, if you don't feel you're ready to do it, I'd say, well, it's fine to say, yeah. you know, I'd rather just... Build that up hopefully maybe do it a little bit later. Yeah, but I completely agree. I, I'd like. I think that was a, I, as much as I'd love to see Discworld as an example continue. I'm completely happy the fact that she's left it to go because at the end of the day, that was her dad's life work, and I get. I can see why she wouldn't want to pick that up. Mm. It's great because when Bradley goes, I'll start editing AFK and I'll do it really terribly. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like having like really choppy curts yeah. and then. <laughs> no, because when Bradley passes away, he'll say, I only want my daughter to take over from me. <laughs> Congratulations, Phoebe. We're pregnant. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, I'm dying. What's news? My bet is, no, no, no. It's Fig the cat. Fig. Fig. You've got to do it. Fuck that cat. That cat isn't touching my shit. But see, that's the thing on your deathbed. Fig is very persuasive. No. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you. while you're going in and out of your coma, that Fig is slowly, like... I can just imagine a cat on a velvet pillow next to it. And Lolly just comes in, sits in a briefcase, opens up, and goes... Well, <laughs> I also just I also just realized that tomorrow when this podcast is released will be peak Avengers Infinity War. We're going to be inside of it. Oh, and we're just going to be there like <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> and everyone on Monday will be like, ah, yes, Game of Thrones. I've had the, <laughs> I've had the uh, first casualty for Avengers. Somebody's messaged me saying they've gotten spoiled for it. Oh, Ooh. really? I haven't it, had any was spoilers it someone we, yet. We right. know? Should we just do a really quick 
what's going to happen. I feel like we should. Yeah, like, let's do we've it. got like prime. I mean, you guys have got days before you go and see yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. the rest of us, normal people. Tony Cap and Hulk are all going to die. Uh, I don't think Hulk's going to die. Uh, no. Hulk, mm. There's too much bankable money. Also, you could just recast the Hulk because they've done it three times already. <laughs> so they will just recast. Like I... when Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo's like... I was about like, to say, no, I think they, they hit a winner with Ruffalo and to replace him wouldn't I, be the same. I genuinely think Norton was better. Um, I love Ruffalo. I think he's great. But it's not one of those things that I'm thinking in 20 years, I'll go, man, it's not like- Ruffalo is my definitive Hulk, you know, man. <laughs> I, I definitely think of him like that more than I do Norton. Norton I just mm-hmm. wasn't fond of. But I don't, I don't associate him to Banner the same way I do with like uh, Robert Downey Jr. So, to start. Yeah, that- the creep cat of the original Avengers mm-hmm. all sacrifice himself to not necessarily die, but go somewhere like far away. And then it brings in the new Avengers. I mean, I mean bet- that is definitely the plan. Yeah. I think someone will sacrifice himself. My bet is probably it's going to be... I think... It's going to be Iron I, Man. I would have gone Cap, but then uh, Chris Evans did this whole, oh, it's been great working on these movies. And I'm just like, why would you... Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if, Does he have win face or lose face? That's what you need to think. <laughs> like, like, but like, you wouldn't be allowed to say yeah, that unless it was... That trying to like fuck with people so yeah. now i'm kind of like i don't know or maybe mm. the point is to like kind of make you second guess it mm. so maybe he is gonna now die my... do you reckon we locked tom holland in a cupboard for a month? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. well there's oh, all those pictures of him with duct tape around speaking his mouth. of tom holland have you heard about this tv show he was doing with daisy ridley like they've had to effectively say we're not going to release it because it's too bad oh really? wow really? bad as in just like, critically awful bad? like not not of a quality God, could you imagine all that time and money? Like, no, 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 it should happen. Remember Inhumans, Marvel? Oh my God. Never release something that bad again, for fuck's (laughs) sake. Even if you've made it, just don't. Quality control, thanks. I mean, no, it's like fair play that they've gone, do you know what? This is shit. Yeah. It's just, what kind it, of show is it? I genuinely can't remember. I just saw the headline this morning. I was looking through. It's like too bad to release. It was, it was a wow. YouTube reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that. But yeah. Well, I I think at the end of it, like we know that um, we know that Danny Jr. and Chris Evans are both done with the franchise. They they've effectively this is their last movie. So I think the two of them will. Die. I would say I don't I necessarily know about Robert Downey Jr. Themselves. anymore. Robert Downey Jr. four three years ago was saying I don't want to be on it anymore, but then after Civil War was quoted as saying I'm on this boat until it crashes into the shore. So I, I, I kind of don't see, know. I kind of see Robert Downey Jr. taking the Nick Fury role. I think he'll becoming, take a back seat. Yeah, for not, sure. not being a main mainstay, but showing up to occasionally push people on a mission or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I could definitely see Cap dying in this movie, though. I mean, if mm. we're going by what the marketing teams had. You know, in terms of Spider-Man Far From Home, you've got um, Iron Man's, what, bodyguard? Uh, no, 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 it's, you've got Hogan. Nick Fury. Happy Hogan. You've got Happy in it, but you've also got um, Nick? Nick Fury, Fury doing mm. his same old stuff. So if you're thinking in your logic of um, Iron Man's going to be that role now, it would be him doing it. Yeah. Also, I feel like... But he's already done it in a Spider-Man movie. Mysterio, the arc of Mysterio, is going to be Spider-Man getting over Iron Man's death. Yeah. That arc I see happening because you'll yeah. be like because you've got him in the cage you've got and people mention how oh he's like Iron Man and he's gonna be like oh fuck because 
Iron yeah. Man's dead like, and he's getting over the death of his mentor and he has to be his own man. But I think, I feel be, that's what especially because the two of them have been so pivotal to the series as a whole, like it would make sense for the two of them to move along so that other people can actually move on up and fill that spot. I don't think Thor's going to die because there's so much interesting shit they can do and in Asgard And also apparently now. they've been talking about which Thor movies to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Like they finally had one good Thor movie. I'd like that to effectively be the start of a new trilogy. He's got the Bifrost at hand. He can just go fucking anywhere he wants, <laughs> can't he? Do I think he'll lose that. Like he can't have that if they make like how do you make any film interesting? There's a threat. Oh, it's gone now because he can just teleport <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. Say, so, I would say though with Thor, I did enjoy the first Thor movie, but it wasn't a great movie. The first one's fine. The first one's fine. It's, it's, it's a pleasant perfect, it's a, to watch. It's a, it's, yeah, it's I never a, like think, perf- oh, I really want to rewatch the first Thor movie. I, yeah, you know I'll oh, watch no, the no. first one over the second one, but yeah. then I'll watch the third yeah, one any like, day. If so. I was held at gunpoint, I would. <laughs> hmm. Well, the thing is, like, I think the first one does have some standout performances in it, like from Hopkins, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. But I kind of feel they underutilized Thor. Too, a little too much in that movie in well, way, I was about his to say, own the, abilities the big part of it was that he wasn't really Thor during that time because he didn't have any of his exactly. cool powers I, I don't mean so much in the sense that oh my oh my powers I just feel that also that movie didn't... was entirely things I hate about movies in the sequel where the superhero becomes randomly depowered for like half of the runtime. Yep. <laughs> I'm I looking still, at you Spider-Man 2 I, still, I love you but I, I fucking still, hate that bit I still think the best way you can watch Thor 2 is by skipping the first half as we discovered whenever we oh, did yeah. Avengers watch Just through. watch from the action and they it's were, all fun. They're handing out hygiene packs for the 22 I hours. I saw these. That's Ooh. hilarious. They fucking better because people in our show were fucking disgusting. <laughs> that woman's feet. Oh, hey, right, what, listen what? here, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hygiene. Jesus Christ. What Take movie, a shower. What movie, wash your feet. What movie do you think they're on now? Uh, when would they have started? Oh, God. Listen here, nerds, with Bradley Wyatt. That is that is a show I want to start listening listen to. Listen here, nerds. Me and him brought a change of clothes because we're like, we're going to be in that place for a full 24 hours, 22 oh, yeah, hours, yeah, something hours. shit Did like you get that. dry shampoo and some, like, soap? We didn't, but I brought to... deodorant and, you know, went to the sinks. Deodorant only covers so much, I'd say. Yeah, but I had some, yeah, I had some, like, I fucking flashed the elbows. Elbows? Armpits. We were also uh, wise enough to wear shorts and just a t-shirt. Were we? I was in shorts and t-shirt. You were as well. I changed into like pajamas. Ben, ones. you wear shorts and t-shirt no matter what the occasion. I'm pretty sure you graduated in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> well, essentially, but that's the thing is there were people there for the entire sitting. In a full and suit. And fair play to there you. There was that fucker in the bottom row with like the Captain America like plush like bonzi. Oh, so there was him and his body mass and then there was the additional like padding around him sealing in the smell. Oh. So it could slow seep out into the audience. When he sat up, did you just get like a waft or a peel sound? Oh, no, it's oh just... it was just going near the front. They had to open all of the fire doors towards like Avengers. <laughs> oh, the, fir- gosh. the first Avengers as well. Like wow. that's how fucking that's bad. At, at, at a point though, I think we just gave in to the smell. Like I think- No, the, I, what, I, what the fuck? My brain is creating the smell in my own nose. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm revisiting it. I'm having I, th- I think what was worse though is when we left, went I think, for a meal. I explained like Red Ben and I for the last Avengers movie went to go and see all of them back to back for 22 hours basically. God help us. But uh, I think it was worse though when we went out because we went out because we really didn't care about seeing Thor the Dark World again. Mm-hmm. So we, we left to go have- Our intention we, was to miss it. Yeah. We, quite frankly. We, we, we went out for a full sit down meal 
at yeah. a restaurant nearby because <laughs> up until it was that the point, nicest thing I oh, ate so all day. <laughs> but like, because up until then, we'd just been living. I'd been Tesco surviving on like nuts. Like I was like a fucking <laughs> squirrel. I had like a packet of like hazelnuts that I was not eating. Not to mention that McMuffin we'd had earlier. Oh, that, that was also my McMuffin first McMuffin. Man. McMuffin. Um, <laughs> the McMuffin man. <laughs> the McMuffin man. The McMuffin man. But yeah, it was basically people were just living off like Tesco meal deals because there was a Tesco near the cinema. But me and Bradley were like, no, fuck this shit. We're going to a sit down. You were in the Cardiff one, wasn't you? Yeah, we're in Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. So like, narrow it down now. The last one for Age of Ultron. If you were there, (laughs) (laughs) if you went to go see Cardiff for 22 hours, and you were wearing caps in America, comment on the podcast on Castbox. (laughs) We'll we'll give you a shout out. I I like to think we're just going to get awkward. I regret nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I, I would say I think Bradley and I have both said that we will never do it again. Because it's just no. too many movies. God, no. Maybe in an outdoor it, setting where it, air could go and, you know, refresh <laughs> the situation. If, if, like, My I, only I, issue I, was that you went to see it and the final movie was Age of Ultron, which I don't feel was about as strong of a movie. Oh, yeah. I would have oh, been no, kind I of really, bummed out by that. I, we had a I feel I like you're only it, saying like, you enjoyed it so much I because still, you went through that. <laughs> 22 no, I, hours for Age of Ultron. I, still, I don't think Age of Ultron is my, is my favourite of I still enjoyed Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron is still way better than the majority of Phase 1 Marvel movies. It is. But if you know what you were getting into would you have done that marathon though knowing that was at the end of it yeah i had a fun time like it's, it was a good 22 hours once. yeah oh, never yeah. again yeah god no <laughs> there's too much shit in the mcu now oh, you're like I no also, um, i also have my bet for the um for the end credit scene um i think it's going to be deadpool Yes, no, they're going to show, um, they're going to show effectively just one of the streets of New York when everything's been fixed, everything's wonderful. And then the Fantastic Four ships just go to appear out of fucking nowhere. And then that'll be the end. Kevin Feige says they're not going to think about it for another five years. Those fuckers. Five years? Yeah, he five said, when years. he said, bearing in mind when the deal was, the deal was just finalized, mm. they, they wouldn't have had any casting, wouldn't have had any um, planning for it. Like this was finalized. A couple like a month ago, they would have finished filming, deciding on what everything was. The end scene for the first Avengers only happened because all of them were in the city promoting the oh, film. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were like, Well, it. since all six of us are here, do you want to just go and sit and eat some swarmer for a bit? Like that was <laughs> it. That was the only way we got that that end end credit basically. So my bet is it's Galactus eating a plant like a donut. <laughs> I was about to say if, if it's definitely not that I'll fall back on my backup it'll be because there's going to be time stone fuckery to fix everything so of course there will be there's not very many ways you can fix what they've made and mm-hmm. then it'll be Kang the Conqueror of the Future like Ooh, what the fuck's going on nah, here I, I hope it's the Council of Kangs that would be fucking great though I, I kind of want a jumping leaving I want a leaving point yeah I, I want <laughs> I want off this ride <laughs> I want to jump off no I was thinking about it today I was just like it'd be nice if you wanted to for this to feel like your ending if you wanted to have it yeah. like if, if not I don't want a oh but there's another thing around the corner I just want you know what if you want to leave now you like this this could be the way it ends yeah, that's fine. You, like you money. can just leave before the end they do like money but no, I know, but I just think you you could still have that. So you'd, you like, you'd like an end credit to just everyone being happy and having a yeah. picnic? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'd like that. That'd be you quite just, nice. You just yeah. want the ending where you can walk out, and if you never watch another film, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. If what I if could... it's like that same swarmer place, but it's full of everyone? Yeah, the whole, <laughs> the whole cast. What is it going to be at like? The, the diner? Is it going to be like the Marvel 10 years anniversary? It was all of them on the stage. Yeah, like it's all over the swarmer restaurant. If you look really carefully in the background, you can see Jeff Goldblum just tucking in. <laughs> Even better, it's um, uh, the Avengers take Thanos from Shawarma after they work out their differences <laughs> diplomatically. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like, so oh, this is... that's another question. Thanos, do you think he live or d- lives or dies? Perfect. Dies. I think he lives. I think he lives. He'll I th- live. 
I think he needs to. I think he needs to know he fucked it. Like, will well, like live. I want. I don't want him to die because I want him to spend the rest of his life knowing that we're all fucked. Because eventually, because because that's the one issue about this movie. Even if we win, we're all still gonna like die because of you know population to resource. No, 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 no. Just every hundred years, Thanos snap snaps more stuff. <laughs> uh, there's in. also a thing about Gamora on her introduction. I saw this. Actually, oh, yeah. was the last details. remaining guy on the planet. So his way of doing things doesn't actually work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Potentially, or well, unless one or, of them well, is he is the mad titan, or, or or it was just like you know. Although yes, he left half the planet. That also meant that it was undefensible that from the goes, neighboring Maybe planets. he goes and yeah. sees, like, because obviously it, people at the moment think, oh, is it contradictory? But maybe in this film he goes and sees what he's done and goes, oh, this doesn't work. See, mm. I don't know. I feel like he's just happy to live his farmer life now. Just yeah, get back on the ranch. But what if he's faced with? The realization that his belief isn't isn't like gonna work, hmm. and then he can't dispute it. It's like, oh, I've something. done it, and now everything's deteriorating because there's just you just wipe out half of everything. Mm. How the fuck <laughs> is it supposed to continue? Work. Shockingly, that's yeah. not the answer. So reality stone explodes, and it just creates transmental drifts throughout the entire universe. And yeah, here you go. There's thousands of movies going nuts. He should have just oh followed Mass Effect Two, released the Krog- Krogan virus, so that we can't breed as fast. <laughs> Then, there's no, then the Avengers are like Bradley's a much better evil type Exactly Because then the Avengers Don't immediately come after you Listen here nerds They would have just clicked They would go What did you do? And then just disappear like What the fuck happened? Like, but it would only take Maybe nine months And then a shit ton of stillbirths Would happen It's like Oh that's what you did exactly. Let's go stop I was going to say it more nicely We just looked so, down And was like Oh So what you're saying is should have gone Children of men on our asses Yeah basically That would have been the way to do it Because then people You don't just snap out Half of everyone What the fuck am I talking about? So it turns out I don't think I know sometimes Bradley. You try to turn a tesseract Into an anti-blue pill Apparently so <laughs> Bradley, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Bradley wants less sex in the MCU. Oh, also, out of Gamora, Loki, and Hamdell, Heimdall, the ones that didn't get snapped, do you think any of those three uh, are going to return? Loki is the only one I could see. Maybe. Loki will definitely not see. be dead. I think same goes for Gamora. I, I, I Gamora. think Gamora's dead. I think that could be it for I Gamora. think if yeah. any of them are going to come back, it'll be Gamora. I think, I don't think she's Gamora's trapped in the mind stone. It's going to be something like that, isn't it? Like, she died to allow Thanos to get the soul stone, so it'll be in there. Yeah. Um, and Heimdall, I don't think, needs to come back because, as we mentioned, Thor can now just buy Frost any fucking where he pleases now. Yeah. It, we don't need Heimdall. It's like, the, the thing that I think Gamora's still alive is the bit when Thanos uses the stone. And remember, there's this whole thing that, like, he still sees young... He still sees like the child when he yeah. sees Gamora he uses it and then young Gamora upsettingly asks him is it worth it or was it worth what it what did it cost whether that's Everything. actually Gamora Everything. and he just sees the child Gamora that'd be pretty cool and <laughs> it comes out and it's like baby Gamora yeah. with baby Groot <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just well, teenage Groot now. Teenage Groot, teenage Groot. Ten-year-old Gamora, teenage Groot. How long is going to be a pass he... between um, Infinity War and Endgame? How Maybe long do you think it's passed? I think to start with, bit with it will be a year, but I feel like it's going to be a decade by the like by the point that they're like we need to go and do some sort of definitive action. Yeah, there will be. A, a significant jump. Well, enough for a haircut for Hawkeye. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to have a very long thing before he does that short back and sides. He's just there at his ranch just like, do I want that? Do I want the mohawk? I, I think somebody mohawk. mentioned that... Maybe he was getting his haircut the... mid-snap. <laughs> like, like, so no, no, Barbara, this... Barbara was going in. 
one of his hair got snapped. Yeah, the snap took away half his hair. Yeah. And also gave him a load of tattoos. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Just, that's going to be really hard to explain to his wife when she comes back. What's with all these triad upset. tattoos? Look, it was 10 years, okay? <laughs> she can't stop me now. She's snapped. Has <laughs> <laughs> to find the one tattoo artist who didn't get snapped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she goes back with a pool table in the lounge. <laughs> Somebody pointed out that in one of the posters, Chris Evans looks really, really fucking old. So I think there is going to be at least some like passage of time because they need to build a fucking rocket I apologize. and Elon Musk probably got snapped <laughs> well so you say like build a rocket as if that's like all the guardians have to do is land back on uh, earth and yeah but that like, thing was fucking wrecked man they can I mean they can just bifrost up there fuck it yeah they can bifrost oh my god why <laughs> <laughs> have the rocket yeah <laughs> yep no, see, that's the thing. Thor waits to tell them this. He's just like, right, let them build the rocket. Listen here, Marvel executive yeah. nerds. I mean, Captain Marvel, could he just pick up half of them as well and just... Yeah. yeah. As they die in atmosphere. <laughs> oh, wait, you guys can't Whoops. survive up here. <laughs> also, Will Brie Larson... What do you, wait, did you guys like Brie Larson in the last one? So, yeah, right. yeah, I like Have Brie you seen how Brie Larson and Scott Johansson both had jewelry replicating yeah. the Infinity cool. Stones as well? I like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, who wore it better? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they... Maybe they wear the. They maybe they have the stones at the end. Yeah. Ooh. I feel maybe kind of, the stones. I feel kind of bad God. for Brie Larson because she's somehow <laughs> there. If it's our if. Brie Larson somehow got hit with this thing that she hates white men because she wanted more female interviewers. Yeah, but she, she's already. It was all taken out of context. It. Like. Yeah. Well, of course it fucking was. I'm not for some reason that was appearing with suggested tags for our fucking review of it. Really? really? Yeah. It was just like, oh, Captain America's born free, and it's like Brie Larson, white man, was like high on the tag list. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not gonna fucking put that in the. Video description. I'm gonna be honest, Brie Larson. When it comes, like they've, she's been in some interviews with other members of the cast. Like there's one with Chris, Chris uh, Hemsworth, and he says something, and she seems a little bit salty. <laughs> and like everyone else has, when every other member of the cast has such a good relationship, yeah, it's like just, just be careful how you come across because you're what people are supposed to be going with next. I'm sure she's a lovely person. In just several of the interviews, I'm like. How dare you do that to Chris Hemsworth? He's a national treasure. <laughs> bear, bear I mind, already though, have must, a hatred must... for Superman. Don't we have a hatred for you yeah, two? You're exactly. basically the same thing. <laughs> bear in mind, she is kind of the new kid on the block. Like, she is, but like that would make you feel... Surely she I mean, should be more like... That doesn't mean they're hazing her. They're just talking in interviews. <laughs> no, but she you don't know what really... they're doing in Avengers behind she the scenes. She just seems really... Had... You don't know what Tom Holland had to go through. <laughs> what, when they're in fucking makeup? Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is like Power all the other cast members seem to get along with the new cast members really well, except Brie Larson, who just seems to accidentally end up getting into situations where it gets awkward. I was about to say, because Tom Holland's like everybody's adopted son. Yeah, yeah. To the point where everybody did it come about to like a factory is like stop talking now son yeah. <laughs> they put the British people together yeah just, just because they everyone else gets on doesn't mean they have to they don't but it just makes you look bad when you're supposed to be the one that like goes into the next phase yeah but like I said it must be tough having like all these people come in all the way throughout this journey and then you're in for the next part of it it's like imagine someone walking into our podcast right now and start talking and everyone else would be like what the fuck is this Penrose is that you <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in terms of she seems a little bit like Conflicting like, I, I with, them, with them at the moment. I can't say I haven't seen these interviews. No, I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys yeah, a clip after we later. finish. And this see is where we're talking. All of a sudden, she picks up a chair and just hits me. The only reason I'm concerned with having Captain Marvel around is I'm worried it's going to be like Superman syndrome for the Justice League movie. Like this, she doesn't person, seem that this, powerful. Well, I mean, they, they have definitely so well. sold her as being the biggest, baddest thing. But we've seen Captain Marvel, and she doesn't seem that powerful. I don't know. 
like, doesn't seem that powerful. She, she's not more powerful than Thor. <laughs> and if I, she is, it's by like a little bit. I, say I she, don't know. Once she, again, she took a ship blast. I can't like, keep, keep, keep seeing that in the movie. Mm. But she just takes on loads of ships. And I'm just like, she just defended Earth against a fleet. Basically the same thing he yeah, would have done. Yeah, but I, I feel like Thor could have done that. I feel like Max Power Tony Stark could have done that as well. Yeah, like I don't, Thor, I feel like current I Thor could have flown through all those ships. He could have teleported yeah. to the bridge and killed the captain. He could have flown through one ship as his hammer went through the other one. That's how powerful he is. He could do two at once. <laughs> but yeah, like even well, even in the. In- Stop hitting that! You've been playing with it for ages. Sorry. Well, even during the interviews for it, like they were saying, "Oh yeah, she's the strongest thing in the Marvel universe." It's like, is that just going to be Superman syndrome? Like, there's no point in anybody else showing up. Captain Marvel's here. I'm not worried about that because we've had a movie and she doesn't seem super. I like how we've had a double podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> much. Um, and and also she's a bit of a fucking idiot, so that like yeah, there gives is you ways to like actually yeah. fuck her over. Someone remind yeah. me to course episode Game of Stones. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd like to enjoy Luke's podcast titles. Uh, last final no, question. we're not meant to last, enjoy them. Ben. Last final questions, though. Only one word answer. Will it be better or worse than Infinity War? Luke. Oh, better. Fuck it. Better. Worse. I really enjoyed Infinity War. Better. Worse. Ooh. So one last note to leave you guys on. Uh, it's sort of a similar thing. I, I want you guys to choose. Do you want the dildo hammer of Thor <laughs> or the fleshlight mouth of fat Thanos? Dildo hammer of Thor. I have already thought plenty about wielding that I thing. mean, I would probably get more use out of a fleshlight. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd probably get more use out of yeah, that. Could someone, could someone make, like, the fist dildo that's, already that's a made. gauntlet? I was about to say, that is one. Okay, okay, Thanos' fist. Cool. You were the one who put us onto the fucking Avengers sex toy. No, that was no, him. That was me. That's why he's bringing it up. That's why I'm bringing it up. My apologies, Bradley. How dare you? I don't know why. I thought it was you. Fucking hell. I mean, the question is, do we have to use it or can we just display it proudly? <laughs> you have to use one of these items. <laughs> so choose carefully. Can I use it as a hammer? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what are you using hammers for? <laughs> so yeah, the Thanos fleshlight or the dildo hammer of Thor. Thanos fleshlight then. It's, it's his face, you say. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, his mouth. It's, it's I don't know if you noticed. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't want a blowjob from a ball sack, thank you very much. I'd rather, be... I'd rather have the hammer of Thor but, in my asshole. But I don't want something in the asshole. <laughs> wow, gay. Don't want something in your ass. It wasn't about being gay. I just don't want things in my ass. <laughs> you have poo in your ass all the time. How's this different? Oh my Jesus! I, I only. Oh, yeah, it's, it's can that horrible. just be the? It's uh, like the world's worst. Luke, you, Luke, you need to make that the uh, thumbnail. <laughs> uh, let me show you the. Um, can you just have that coming in on the thumbnail? It just looks like a sad eggplant. There's, the, uh, there's also the Dildo Hammer of Thor. <laughs> Nice. I mean, uh, given, uh, given I the choice, there's a variety of things there. Given me the choice, I'd rather have Agent jerk me off, but there we are. It's a subtle dildo. It's a subtle dildo. Also, I still can't see Auntie Homer Simpson. I <laughs> <laughs> know what you mean. <laughs> oh, Simpsons need to yeah. get on that. I don't know. I, I'm going to choose abstinence first. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to win. I see. The thing is, I don't know because I, I think. Ben, get on your chair. Why are you standing up? Because I, I was like, he had a rough night. Like, he sat down and his height remained the same. Um, I don't know. I guess I'd have to go for the dildo hammer of Thor because I just couldn't. I couldn't stay hard looking at the hand of Thanos. <laughs> and so I would just. Wait, see were you that hard up until you saw ben, it? Ben, 
when you're using flashlights, you don't have to like watch the flashlight. You watch something else. Yeah, but, but, but if I saw the flashlight, it gets like... turned on by a regular flashlight. I'm not saying that's what's turning me on. I'm saying ah yes, I wasn't horny until this no, was no, no, brought no, into no, the no, room. Very I would, I would not be able to like. I, all I'd be able to think was it's it's that fucking ballsack, ballsack <laughs> mouth. But but no, like, that's the thing. You're watching your porno. You know, probably your Avengers themed porno party, and then you you open the drawer and suddenly you pull out the Thanos flashlight and you see it, and then you're like, nah. Nah, I'm, I'm good. That's too much. Too much. That's too much. And, and the joy of having the Thabra 4 in your bum is you can't see it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And whoever pulls it out. <laughs> Not to mention whoever pulls it out shall wield the power of Thor. Yes. No, I want that to know. That's not. Okay, fine then, Bradley. <laughs> all all, all I'm saying is that scene in Age of Ultron where they're all lifting the hammer, that is them trying to fit the hammer in. Which is why, so, which is why Natasha's like, yeah, no, you're all right. Yeah, no, all right. No, I still think the best part of having the hammer of Thor as a dildo is he fires it out of his ass. <laughs> and, and every single time he brings it back, he just kind of makes a sucking noise and... They don't call it the Bifrost for nothing. <laughs> but just imagine the look of fear he sees whenever Chris Evans gets just That's the tip-in. <laughs> Beginning of four three, where he's playing the immigrant song, and he just jumps and fires the hammer out of his ass. Also explains the screaming. Well, that was a uh, so I thought question. I thought Thank I'd leave us on a high note for the podcast for this podcast. Uh, Luke, would you take us away? If you've enjoyed this episode of the Round Robin podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Castbox, iTunes, Spotify, and where all adequately shaped things are found. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our board game reviews and drinking games on YouTube. You will enjoy a lot. There's an infinity war drinking game you can check out, which is uh, pretty damn good and voiced by a very sultry man. <laughs> Either way, this has been the Ravon Podcast. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night. My mum wonders why I won't link, link her to the podcast. <laughs>